Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to ali.vision. Hello and welcome to the Blossoming Unity podcast. This is Dennis and Nicole, and we are here to introduce you into the conversation about different spiritual perceptions, techniques, and methodologies in order for you to have inspiration for your day-to-day life. Hello and welcome. Hello, hello, Nicole. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone listening. Thank you for joining us this week. How is everything? Quite wonderful, to say the least. Yes, there has been some pretty heavy energy in the collective, I noticed. Um, yeah. As long as you allow I didn't things. only notice them in the collective. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed them for myself as well. You know, as long as you stay, you know, grounded, you know, to pass through, you think should be okay. Yeah. Everyone will. Mm-hmm. So... I had this very wonderful um, online uh, course this week about the moon centers. And um, it's, it's, um, it's really fascinating for me. Um, men have one moon center, it's here on the chin, and it's also the emotional center, it's the lotus. And women have 11 moon centers. And every two and a half days, the moon center changes. And every moon center space has a completely different vibration. And um, it's, it's by um, Mandev, that's the, the, the wife of Hari Jivan, the Kundalini Yoga teacher. And she has created an app, it's called the My Moon Map. And women can like use it to um, find their pattern in their uh, moon centers. And she said something so interesting. She said, um, well, at least, at least a nerd finds it interesting. <laughs> um, she said, like, we as human, we have different um, ways to maneuver ourselves around on this planet. Uh, one is to have the chakras aligned, like, you know, our chakras are energetic centers and they, they, we can project uh, certain kind of vibrations out of each chakra. And like, that's what it is. And then um, when like as a, as a yogi or as a meditative practitioner, you can like, you can feel like when some chakras are like off the grid, mm. off the line. And then you, you know what to do sometimes. Um, or at least you understand that are off grid. And then um, we have the moon itself as, as, a, as a way of uh, how energy moves, the sun and the moon with the, with, the, with the whole tides and everything. And we as women, we have as well the moon centers. For men, it's different. Men have uh, different, uh, their cycles are different. But the, those moon teachings, I think they're really fascinating. And then Mandev, she always is doing very creative um, movies. She did a, you can Google her like on YouTube. She has very beautiful movies also about the life of Guru Jagat and like very beautiful. And um, she's working on a, on a, on a movie about um, the actual suppression 
of the female energy by media, by, by society in general. And she was showing like only like two, three minutes, you know, of that video, that, that movie that she will make. And it was so sad. It's like, there were like headlines how Hillary Clinton crying her way to Congress and uh, women, how they're like uh, too hysterical or like in like all parts of the world. There were media, you know, even the worst was women, how they treated other women. There was one interview with Cara Delevingne, the model, and she was, you could clearly see she was not doing well. And the, the one person interviewing her that was the worst was the woman out of three people. Mm. And maybe we can speak about that a little bit, about, I don't know, I just, it, it touched me deeply. The society was <clears throat> built for men. Mm -hmm. From men. When we take it to the root, what are men always trying to do? Unconscious men. Trying to give with women. So they created a society which is men for men to give women. So some will argue it was for women. But when you're so lost in the ego, mm. it's only feeding itself. Now we see the adoption of this ego. And we say it's masculine because it portrays itself to be, but it's very fluid. It doesn't take any gender. Yeah. So you can see, you know, women with the ego, you see men with the ego and whatever it is that they identify with. To be able to see the reflection, and I think we've talked about this before in our podcasts of, you know, we put ourselves in these boxes because the mind likes to work with boxes and limitation, the ego part of the mind, right? So it's the same thing with a group of people. Put yourself in this box. This is as far as I'll go because this is as far as my ego will let me see. And it goes on with how we... And I could say from my point of view of the unhealthy view of relationships and the dynamics between men and women as you're growing up. I grew up in the Catholic Church. Um, you know, you're taught from a young age, you know, be a man. This is men. Be a man. Be a man. No emotion. So whenever you are shown, you know, I have emotions, but I'm not allowed to show them. You're just being a woman. And it's like, what, what do you mean? I, I didn't, I never got the, the message. See, I grew around a lot of women who were very, very strong women. They were very, very strong in a sense of the way that they spoke, the way they stood, the way that they were, and they believed in their femininity. And they were like, you're not going to take that from me. And they didn't care who it was. So I had the privilege to grow up around very, very, very strong women. So I never looked at you know, a feminine woman as someone who was weak. And that, that's a plus for me growing up. But when I started growing up, it was like, well, we'll just say it like this, you know, and in, um, in terminology and 
in, in English, you know, when someone's being a wuss or a scaredy cat or they're scared to do something, you call them a pussy. And it's like, <laughs> balls are way more sensitive <laughs> than a vagina and you're using vagina as an insult. I'd rather be called a vagina, which can birth life and can take way more than some testicles. Yes. You call me some testicles, then we may have a problem. You call me a vagina, thank you very much. Good for you. know? You. <laughs> <laughs> so there is this dynamic. It's like, you know, there was, you know, through culture, you can see, you know, especially ancient civilizations, women were the hierarchy. You went to see her. She was the one that, you know, showed the the king the way you know there's an old saying behind every strong king there's a stronger woman the women are so intuitive and you spoke about the 11 you know moon centers they're highly intuitive with everything that's going on they they see and feel things before anything happens and the cool thing with that is their cycles are so quick as they can just regenerate like it's nothing just constantly yeah, the, also the female aura is like 16 times more stronger than the masculine aura because mm. there is it, it's so interwoven. Um, mm. A female auric field, of, like the magnetic field of us is called the aura and the female auric field is way more complex than the masculine auric field. That's why, that's why we, we, we take up on so much more information but this the reason why this is is because we birth we birth life we mm. we birth in children and therefore we need to have a more we need to hold another life in our aura we we need to have this capability so the female body is birthed with this more complex auric structure which is so fascinating and it's what what i feel is the most fascinating thing about that is like that over centuries intuition being emotional having emotional changes living with the moon even um the female also the female menstruation cycle like that was like the the, the connotation is so negative on all of those things the disempowerment that we give young girls as well when it comes to such topics um, um, is, is so huge and it's, it's, it's fascinating me because, um, I don't think we should go back. Like we came from a matriarchal uh, cycle and then we wait, went into this patriarchy the last 2000 years. And I deeply, deeply hope that, um, we're not going back to matriarchy because mm. I think that is not the goal because, once again, I think I said that in another podcast as well. The suffering is on both sides, is on both ends of the, of the like men are suffering deeply in this society, deeply. Women, but women too. Mm-hmm. Like the female is suffering and the male is suffering. So I, I but I, I agree that uh, in order to free them both, um, women and and um those female teachings also also like those teachings of the moon center they're like nobody ever really experienced them and what they're doing with this my moon map um 
those are free calls and they're they're gathering data like for example when the, the for example on the hairline it's a very powerful moon center for a woman and on the hairline there's also your arc line and your arc line is what like what would shine when you would be jesus or like a, a holy person their their arc line is shining and women have another arc line on their uh, from one uh, nipple to the other and and they have more arc lines, but um, one moon center is in the arc line for women. So when a woman is in this is is in this um, uh, arc line uh, moon center, she feels very powerful. She's very, you know, she can project very well. The prosperity is like coming in very automatically. But then, for example, here there is a a, um, a moon center on the cheeks, whether you where you are more likely to be. Uh, very emotional, uh, very like experience more um, um, uh, emotions which are more dense and more difficult. There is one on the earlobe. There is on the on the nipples. There is between the thighs and the vagina. Um, on the clitoris, there is also moon center. And like the the goal, she said that, and I like to me this is the the teaching is like. Like the goal is to have the moon days, like the physical moon. In Kundalini Yoga, we always um, practice a new moon, full moon, 10th and 11th day of the moon, more yoga, because they're very important days. And so you have your chakras aligned, you have the moon, you, you, you maneuver with the moon, and then you have your moon centers aligned, because there's always a positive and a negative to, like to all the moon centers as well. Mm. Um, the, the, this gives you a completely new vibration of fem, like a female energy on this planet, and that's what they're doing. That there are over two hundred women for, from all over the world. Like, if some of you want to participate, like, like go there, like do it. And they're all now entering the data, so we can have more data on the moon centers, so we can have like more sophisticated information about kriyas, about meditation, about um, food, about um, fasting days. For women, uh, some fasting days are very important, and not like like a week of fasting, but for example, on the tenth day of the moon, you're you're fasting, or on the eleventh day of the moon, you're fasting. And this could be also in your cycle. So um, I think this this um, th this whole um, like as a woman to have your cycle um, also like how is your own periodic cycle aligned with the moon itself? I know a lot of women that have new moon days or full moon, they have their period. And also this transitioning between new moon and full moon periods, like this is so fascinating. And all of that creates a, a, a new vibration where you're like more in, 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 you're more in, in, in line with being female. And um, yeah, that's what I think is, is the new type of feminine, the new type of feminism in this world. And the same for the masculine. The masculine is like, 
there's so many men that suffered like deeply, um, not only from their own lifetime, but like from an ancestor line of trauma in war, trauma in um, protecting their family, protecting their mothers, daughters, sons, children. Like, and there's so much um, density when it comes to the emotional body. And like on TikTok, there's this very funny guy. He's like, um, he says, he says, he, I think he's a Chinese guy or something. And he says, emotional damage. But like, that's how it looks in, in very, uh, very often you can, you can see in masculine bodies that the emotional body of a man is um, rather uh, dense and r the, the structures are, are rather broken. That's why it's so difficult to open up the, uh, in the emotions for men. Hmm. See, um, with my emotions, I always felt them very, very heavily. And mm -hmm. what you were just going into right then. But the, was... they're, they're inside yeah oh big time you're not you're not allowed to let them out you're not allowed mm -hmm. to let them flow because emotions are like water like the 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 element for the emotional body is water and with me not understanding the emotions for not being able to actually feel them and process them they became very very big in my perception um so i would feel them really really big so when I look at emotions, they're almost like a thought to me as well. Obviously, I, I still feel them, but they, they, they really resonate when, when it comes to thought because you can, when you really start breaking down, you start witnessing like your thought processes and then you see the emotions that are intertwined and connected with them and it's all a big, you know, jumble. Um, thoughts are pretty quick and then emotions are, they take time, right? They, they take time to process, you know, they're a little bit longer. And through, through, through the journey that I had to go through with connecting with the emotions, there was like, there was so much resistance mm. to allowing myself to feel. So it was like, if fear would arise, it would just grab hold of me. And yeah. I just, I couldn't let it go. And it was just inside and it was just pulling and pulling and pulling and love. If I felt love, it was inside, it was so big, but I wasn't able to express it fully. If I, if I wanted to be vulnerable, it, get out of here. No way, no how I need to protect myself. I need to protect this. See what was actually happening was because of the idea that we have put on, you know, and I'm not going to say just men, cause there's, there's women who are, who yeah, yeah, yeah. you're too emotional it, it, constantly because what's, what was happening with men is when you're taught, well, at least from my perspective, I was taught, don't feel it, keep it to yourself. Therefore, my mind was trained to do the same thing to myself. And therefore, a reflection of that is, oh, she's too emotional. And that's what I'm seeing within the collective is they're showing a reflection of how they of were course. taught to treat their own self. So whenever we look at this, we go, well, you're, you're treating people how you were taught to treat yourself, how you were taught to treat your system. Yeah. So when whenever I saw someone feel really big emotions and I, I like I would I would empathize because I could feel them. But at the same time, I was like, ah, get away from me. There's no yeah, way you shouldn't feel this way because mm. I wasn't allowed to feel this way. So when you really start going into your journey, you start recognizing, wow, I'm treating myself how I was taught to treat myself, how I was taught to treat myself and how I was treated. There's an illusion there.
because that's not the way I, I get to choose the way and the feeling of the emotions is very natural. It's a very natural process. I'm a human being, no matter what I have between my legs or what I identify with, I'm a human being who has feelings. I'm a human being who has thoughts. Now, anytime a thought comes in that is quote unquote negative, why am I viewing that negative? Why can't it just be there? Another fight that I was taught, you shouldn't think that way. Oh, if you, if you, if you think sinful thoughts, you're going to hell. Okay. Well, now I've trained myself to reflect what I was taught out in the physical. Mm -hmm. So when you really start being able to recognize, wow, this is something that I taught. Everything that I'm doing is something that's been taught to me. How can I unlearn that? Is there a process or an action that I can take? If not, how can I sit there and watch it? What does that do? And when you start going through the journey, you're like action after action, because we are taught as well to take action towards everything. When something's up wrong, you got to take action towards it. If something isn't working, take action. Keep going, keep going, keep going, which can work in a lot of things. But when it comes to this system, it works completely different. So now you have to understand the system. And there's, there's no blueprint. You got to go, sit there with it. You got to sit with that emotion. You got to sit with that thought. You got to watch the thoughts. You're like, you got to question the thoughts. And when you start questioning the thoughts, you notice, wow, there's a spaciousness in between them. So then we're able to see where the reflections are and where um, again, the ego comes into play with these identities that we carry. The identity of, let's say your, your father told you, you know, you're not allowed to feel this way. You shouldn't, you shouldn't cry. You shouldn't show emotion. You need to be, you need to be a badass motherfucker and you need to just toughen it up, be a man. Now you're treating everything in life with that same knife. You're cutting everything up. Yeah. In moments when you need to be gentle with your children or with a person, a stranger, something to be yeah. empathetic with someone who's quote unquote less fortunate or with someone who's homeless, who's down in the rump, you're going to treat them that you need to toughen up. You need to be a badass motherfucker. Now you're disconnected from your emotions. You're not connecting with their emotions. And now you're just living through life as a knife, cutting everything up in your way. And that's very chaotic and very dangerous. Now, when you're a man and you allow yourself to feel and actually feel, sit there, watch these emotions, feel the resistance, that's more courageous than saying, fuck these emotions, I'm not dealing with it. And just going through life causing a bunch of chaos. The chaos is happening within you and you're just reflecting it out into the world. Mm. Damn, I just got real passionate with that shit. <laughs> that's good. I, I think it's important that a man says those words. You know, I'm very happy that that I'm blessed to do podcasts with men as well because i i think it's so important for men to hear that from men because the, by the structure how men work in general it's so much easier for them to like really interconnect with other men it's mm. just what it is me as a female i can tell you a hundred years that you should be um able to feel what you feel but that doesn't do shit for a mm. man like it's, right. It is what it is. I, I, I fully agree with you. I think um, fascinating enough, um, the disconnection of um, everyone inside of, of, the, uh, of the people inside is showing though this topic in the outside world so mm. much. And, like, and big time, especially like what I see also in this whole feminist movement or in this movement of... Um, um divine uh masculine feminine love relationships and all of that you know those twin flame stuff and everything 
what I find really fascinating is how much disconnection it shows in yourself. Mm like of that nurturing female part, because we all, no matter if you're incarnated in a female or in a masculine body, we all have um, this, this feminine energy within us and the mm. masculine energy within us. And the feminine energy is the nurturing part. And like when I meet women, which are like big in this, in this movement, in this feminist movement, I'm always telling them like, look, I really love you for doing that but try to find the nurturing part within you. Otherwise you wouldn't be triggered. Like you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be triggered about, um, about men or about like, even when people are telling me like, yeah, in business world, um, women are not getting paid the same and are not like, I've never, I worked in, in corporate for 20 years. I could pay a shit ton of money. And not a man was paid more than me in the same position. And because it's not my topic, it's not a topic that I generally have, but in society, in like in the collective, we do have um, this, this, this topic of like not being nurturing with each other. And then like, we're reflecting that on like here in Europe, it's, it's big, like, yeah, those poor women in the, in the, in Saudi Arabia and those poor women in the UAE and in the Middle East, they have to wear hijabs and like, and feminist movement over there. Yeah, but no, because if you ever spoke to a woman there, mm -hmm. they're so nurturing. Like I've, I've experienced the biggest sisterhoods in Morocco and the UAE in like, I was there with them and I've never ever felt like less hatred around women than there. You were like, you were like hugged by their love for another woman because there is no need to fight another woman. So it's, I think this is to me like, Stepping into this new time over the next, like, let's say 15 years that we're, we're going in like this transitioning phase from one to the other until 2036. Like if I could, like, if I could place a seed of a wish seed here now in this, like in this new moon phase of Aries in 2022, I would wish that like people would really find this nurturing part within themselves and find the protective power of the masculine within themselves. Like, and this is what's currently in my, in my own life, in my own, um, in my own journey on this planet, this is currently what I'm working on the most. Like, finding this masculine my own inner masculine this inner security and um and like feel safe on planet earth because there is a part of me that doesn't feel safe at all nowhere alone like like the the urge for a masculine man to save to be to to create safety is so big 
and which is absolutely nonsense because I live I live in the most in the safest country on planet Earth. Like it's so stupid. Like there is no there is no actual um, thing. But and this is like the big transitioning. Like how can you be your own masculine and create a safe space within you? And then how can you be your own inner feminine and be nurturing and be kind-hearted and be compassionate and and like but be compassionate with yourself and like if i could wish something for 2036 like if like more than half of the population of planet earth would figure that shit out and that's not so much i think planet earth would change drastically because then the reflection in the outside world wouldn't need to be war anymore. Would it need to be um, pandemics and, and control issues and um, vaccination issues and, um, and um, climate change issues? All of that is just a reflection of our, our lack of the inner feminine work of the nurturing energies within us. That was deep. <laughs> you heard it live, folks. You heard it live. <laughs> There's a lot of change that'll continue to happen. Yeah, it has. And, you to. know, as we grow, as more people awaken and awaken into their journey, and they start recognizing, and you know, the breaking down of things that they're not. You know, it's when you recognize all the things that you're not and you start touching the thing that you are, it's hard not to treat everything with respect and love and compassion, no yeah. matter what, you know, you're identified as. You know, yeah, this body's masculine, but do, is, my, is that my identity? No. No. <laughs> I, a lot of the practices that I do are more, you know, understood or seen as a masculine practice, but I don't go into it that way. It just is what it is. Hmm. So it's the more that we recognize what we're not, you know, it's like, okay, well, if I'm not, you know, these, these motor vehicles, or if I'm not this, 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 this belief system that it has to be one particular way, then you recognize, oh, there's some more fluid actions we could take, probably something that would help others. Because I recognize, I recognize myself as a piece of life. And, oh, you're, you're a piece of life too. We, we're life. That tree, that, that, that water over there, that, that, that spring, that, that rabbit, that's all life. And you're no longer seeing that separation. Though we can use the separation for survival, obviously. We don't want to, you know, put ourselves in that situation. We don't want to go too soon. But it's no longer an internal belief system that I have to be separate from life, that I, it's me against life. Cause you'll never win that battle. Ever. <laughs> yeah, and you also get this, like from that point you get, you are able to live this joy. Like people always want to pursue happiness, but I think, um, Happiness is just a state, is a, is a moment, and it's not, I don't find it very interesting. What I find very interesting is to emanate joy. 
but um, the emanation of joy in a lot of um, spaces nowadays are like perceived as um, difficult for society because it's it's jo like if you're emanating joy, what what would you create? Is you create a lot of energy in a space, and people feel that, and it's really uncomfortable for them. So. I won't say for everyone. No, not for everyone. There's a lot of spaces that I've been, uh, that I go into and I'm just feeling this joy. It's just emanating, you know, it's not really a feeling. It's just a, it, it's, it is a feeling, but it's not a feeling, you know, it's just, it's a state of vibration You're yeah. just radiating everywhere. And you just see the change in the atmosphere. Everything changes yeah. the, the way people are talking to each other, like, going into a grocery store and you're just emanating this joy. Like, yeah, there's an unease at first. So like who the hell just walked in here? What the hell's about to happen? Because yeah. they're so used to not feeling it or experiencing yeah. it that when they get into that, everything just sort of unconsciously starts changing. They're just like, Oh, look at that. That's the way they start picking up their boxes or their fruits. And they start treat. you see the way people pick up like uh, produce. They're, they're picking up produce and then you walk in and then they're just like extra gentle looking at it and kind of being more observant. It's, it's mm. so bizarre. It is so beautiful to watch. It's like, wow, this person was really just all over the place. And then they just calm down and now they're just yeah. paying attention to this produce. The nervous system reacts immediately. Yeah. I Instant. I had this very fascinating encounter last Saturday. I was out with my sister for her birthday party. The first time within two and a half years that I was like going out for in a club, like dancing, like actual mm. dancing. And I enjoyed myself so much. But we were then we were standing like at the bar. There was a little table and a man had his jacket on the table. And he was like, could you watch the jacket? I quickly go somewhere. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then like 15 minutes later he came back and he's like, he's like is the jacket still there and I said yeah of course and then he thought but he thought I was bitchy but I was not at all he said like I said uh yeah my handbag is there so don't worry I I looked for your jacket and and then he looked at me and he tried to 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 figure out once again like is she really nice like and then he talked to me again and then I was reacting nicely as, again and he was so shocked about that He's like, you could, you could tell how it kicked in. He's like, oh my God, she's just nice and nurturing. Like there's no negative energy. Like, and then he wanted to invite me for a drink and I was like, no, no, we're going. But <laughs> it's very fascinating how, how people are not used to those vibrations anymore. Mm -hmm. And there, there, there is a mistrust in it as well. Also, when you're like, I'm walking, when I walk around smiling, like I smile a lot. Like when I go outside and I go shopping, I see people and then I smile at them. Like, I'm like, hi. <laughs> people look at you like you want to, you want to steal something from them. It's so fascinating just because you're, you're there. It's just shock. It's shock. I know. I I drive and um, whenever I'm driving, yeah. like I, I'm just like sitting there and I'm just in a good, and I see people and I just smile, you know, just, oh, and they're just like, what? Like, no one, because they don't get that, you yeah. know, it, it, and it has a lot to do with people being trapped in their own minds constantly. And they're just getting, you know, their veil over and over and over. Yeah. Their veil is just constantly there. So when they're able to be aware that it's there, that there are 
people who will sit there and smile it like shuts down their veil for a second they're like oh and it just makes their day and then they go about right back into their veil so you know a lot of the topics that we talked about today first and foremost i do want to make this you know heard um it all starts with you it all starts with the person it all starts with you yeah it, it starts with you going in inside it goes you know learning you learning that body what is it that you identify with what is it that you are what is it that you're not you going within will help facilitate so much change just by doing that you can't change the world by not changing you first because by changing you and when i say change you i mean you recognize what you are and what you're not that's the change that's the you that that's the evolutionary change you recognizing that will have an impact on everything throughout the cosmos everything and you matter i yes. think that's also very important when i read those posts on instagram or i don't know facebook or social media somewhere where like people like back in the days when i when i saw those posts like you are important or that you matter to this planet and that's always like i never fully like i knew that it was true like i i, I instantly knew that there's some truth in it but i couldn't grab the the like the whole size of the truth mm. how true it is and like, I really feel to say today, like you do matter, like you matter a lot, not only to your family and to your loved ones and to your friends, you matter the shit out of this planet. Like, mm. it's so important that you're here and no matter where you go, whether it's the grocery store, in a restaurant, if you go to the gas station to work you matter and your vibration your your heart your joy your your everything even the most negative emotions that you're holding they matter because what you do is you give a reflection to someone to experience himself within this cosmos like even as the, if you're in the most stupid most negative shitty state and you feel like you're a burden for everyone you're not because someone needs to have that reflection. Someone needs to see exactly that. So live your emotions. Like I, I needed to learn that to, to like, if someone made me, made me angry, I needed to learn to let that out at, in this moment. Like I was so trained to be always friendly and to like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, people could like shit, like be very unfriendly with me. And I would still be like very friendly. And I would be like, Oh yeah, I'm sorry that I exist. No, like you, you do like, you can like let out what there is because it matters because the reflection matters because you matter. Yeah. That's all I feel to say for today. <laughs> yes. Um, I have a different view of the whole anger. I think it's a waste of your energy, but it, especially like in your case, always growing up, having to be friendly. It was something that you had to go through for you to be of able course. to let that. It was a major lesson. It was a major transformation for you, um, which is beautiful. And a lot of people need to go through that. It's just like, you know, when you hear a spiritual teacher say like, you know, do you need to have a good self-esteem 
to be able to recognize that not having us a, a, a good self-esteem is not what you want. It's like, do you have to go through per particular things to be able to recognize, oh, I'm not this thing. So it's, um, it's beneficial in all its way. Like, uh, you know, some people need to go through excruciating, heavy, painful situations and shit for them to finally be like, I'm done. What, what it, there's something more here then there's other people as who, long as you're holding as long as you're still holding the vibration in your body you will attract it oh then for you sure might as well learn it mm -hmm. <laughs> because like today like i don't meet anyone that's trying that's not meeting my boundaries anymore like it's mm. just not happening because i'm not holding the the vibration anymore within so i don't have to see it anymore that's that's the whole reality like so you, you're only attracting situations like that if you're still holding a vibrational match to it. And then you might as well give the, the direct reflection, you know. Bow! Bow. Look out my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I was very angry for a very long time, so. I know. That, that was one of, my, uh, one of my great teachers was anger. Um, but it wasn't really anger. It was, it was anger. That's how it came out was anger, but it was the, from what we started talking about before, not being able to feel, not being able to be yeah. open. So every single emotion got put in this pot and this pot started boiling and heating up and heating up and heating up. And then and they had to get bigger and bigger because you never listened. Yeah. And then I just had to blow up and, uh, atomic bomb yeah and it's been a very very long time since that's ever happened i haven't uh it doesn't even arise anymore the the anger because you're not holding it anymore it's just, it's just i got energy for other things yeah i love it uh, is that it did we hit all the points we wanted I to hit this we, week we, I, we the plan that we have you mean the, the excruciated plan that we always do each week, not. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, never have a plan. What's, what, what ever, ever. We, just, we so let it happen. Bad. We let it happen so we organically and naturally. Yes. So. It's the way yeah. to do it. I think we, we're good with it. Yes. This week. That was a beautiful talk. I really appreciated it. I, I think there's a lot of great points, especially with talking about, you know, the feminine and the masculine and, yeah. you know, being able to, you know, you touched on the moon points and, you know, the, the energy centers and the different aspects when you're looking at the, the physical bodies and then seeing the societal understandings of how each is treated. I think this was very beneficial in a lot of ways. But also remember, folks, it's not what we say. It's where it points you to. Bye bang, bye bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> okay we need had a sound effect there <laughs> yeah <laughs> i won't do that but like imagine the sound effect there please. <laughs> ali vision blossoming mic drop mode <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone have a beautiful week thank you for listening everyone and enjoy your week hopefully this helped a little bit and um yeah See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, bye. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? 
then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.